More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler? Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with mybookie is a take your girl out to stake dinner winner winner and right now when you sign up for an account my bookie will match your deposit with a 50 percent bonus here just have 50 percent more why not use promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo at mybookie.ag to activate we're all going to be in office pools and that's fine nobody's going to get the perfect bracket we know that but you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing so let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag. Today on the ZABEcast, the notorious J-A-Y gets the entire run today yet again. And we talk Antonio Brown, NFL free agency. What constitutes fan abuse? Gitter jumps in live to drop an NFL trade bombshell. I get to see the Landon Collins signing day video. And of course, we're all over Operation Varsity Blues. Bonus 1% Zabe is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Wednesday, March 13, 2019. Thank you for downloading. And, of course, thank you for subscribing, as is the new tradition here. We bring him on right out of the gate. The Notorious J-A-Y. Happy Wednesday. How are you? (laughs) I wish you could hear your fabulous, notorious music. Who's this song by? Oh, by the way, Notorious. I can't remember because it's either uh, B.I.G. You had you used Duran Duran. I, I don't know what you're using now. I think this is Duran Duran, yeah. Okay. Who I do like Duran Duran. You know, I I dubbed you the Notorious J.A.Y. off of Notorious B.I.G., a rapper of some repute in the biz. Dead. Right, Jay? Also dead. Also dead, and thank God you're very much alive. Yes. But... I just figured the J-A-Y worked for Notorious. So as long as you don't mind that nickname, I'm just going to go with it. So I think 
I, I have to put a little something on my weekly appearance. Last week, I, I started with asking you a question. I think every week, I should start by asking you a non-business okay. sports. Uh, so yeah, I yeah. have one. Yo, ask, have one ask me a question. Yes. Hold on. Let yeah. me just finish this music out. I don't know why the good folks at Rode, with their excellent uh, piece of equipment, this podcaster system, Rode Podcaster, I don't know why they didn't let the music portion feed the person that you've got on the phone. That would help. It would help, but I guess it would involve more electronics and mix minus. It will feed if I've got somebody else on the podcast. It'll feed all four mics to you, but it won't feed the music. Oh, well, you can't you can't have, have everything, everything perfect in yes. life. You can complain about stuff and wish for, and but you don't always do get it. And it's not do a goddamn thing. Okay, we open, we, we open the show here with my uh, introductory, my opening press conference. Uh, I'll now take questions from the media. Uh, yes, Jay Cottrell from the Baltimore Sun. Go ahead. Okay, so I have a wonderful intern, okay? And last week... What's his or her delegate, name? Oh, her name is Ella. She's Awesome. I'm, I'm going to say this in all honesty. If she were not working with me, I would have effed up so many times. She was been an intern there for like two years, so she knows the run of it. Where is so she? Last, where is she going to school currently? Man, she goes to Maryland. So okay. last week, my delegate dropped seven bills in one day. So what do you mean you, dropped? You had, uh, well, she had to testify and submit seven bills we she submitted, submitted seven, seven bills. bills okay so, yeah, so drop is not a said, bad thing like oh shit no, i dropped a bill no. help me out okay so like, when you do that you have to for each piece everything she has for for the bill i have to have 35 copies of everything 35 so, copies and by the way i forgot to tell you there it was three different uh places she had to be it was it was in three like She's on the Ways and Means Committee. It was one was in Health and Government Operations Committee, and another one was in another committee. So I just I was spread out thin for one day. Anyway, my intern helped me, and she was awesome. Now we're twenty some odd days out from ending. What is the sufficient amount of money in a gift card that you get for a good intern? I will take all <laughs> questions. Thank you. Boy, that is a load. I have that is a loaded a question gift. right there because but I have to get her a gift. She has to get a gift, a parting okay. gift. Are there any political regulations on this? I don't think there are. Okay. So she can accept gifts from her employer of any amount. Yeah. She is a young woman of how old? Uh, very early 20s, probably just turned 21. And you are a married man of how old? I'm not, I'm not a married man, but I am a I'm a man of forty who who has a woman. How okay. about that? There you go. I, you're effectively married. Let's put it that way, because breaking up with your girl would require a identity change and some kind of Better Call Saul relocation program. <laughs> am I right about that? Or killer. Either one. Oh, oh, no, he didn't say that. Dump that. Dump that for the podcast. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay, so now you got to be careful because this young lady being so much your junior, you don't want to overly lavish her with a gift lest it be perceived as a come on for more than just a professional. Oh. So like, a, a like gift, if you gave a her. Too big, a it, gift too big would say, oh. Yeah, let's say you gave her a a, a brand new uh, 
Volkswagen Cabriolet. Okay, I was thinking of a gift card. Yeah, gift. What's the what's what's the amount of gift card you can spend? Fifty. That's what. I, okay, I, that was my mark. I just had to get a second. Yeah, I think fifty. I think fifty is the sweet spot, and uh, yeah, gift card. Okay. Make sure it's to something nice and neutral. Don't get her a gift card to Victoria's Secret. Well, no, I heard her say that she <laughs> loves um, Old Navy. So a fifty dollar ah. gift card to Old Navy. There you go. Boom. Okay. Uh, here's okay. your $50 gift card. It's uh, to a website called Brazzers.com. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> That's going to okay. okay. That's below the belt. Yes. You're one of the worst, and I think that you need to go away. <laughs> See, you I'm, are just I'm, I'm now I'm not playing all these sound bites, which you can't hear. God, that really makes using this thing kind of harder. As I'm trying to introduce more sound bites. Okay. That said, we have a lot to talk about today from Antonio Brown, NFL free agency, Stephen A. Smith's latest gaffe, the Westbrook yes. versus the fan fiasco. Yes. You want to talk about the word extra. I yes. want to ask, what are we doing in Vegas in little over two weeks when you come out to be part of this big hoopalhead fiasco, which is going to be great, not a fiasco. It's going to be a great party, great show, whole deal. But before, before we get to all this, this scandal that dropped today, Jay, called Operation Varsity Blues, <laughs> is one of the single most awesome sports radio, talk radio buffaloes, I call them. When, when, a, when a tribe would fell a buffalo, it would feed the tribe for weeks at a time. And you'd use every part of the buffalo for rugs and, and the whole schmear. You'd eat it, you'd skin it and all that. This story has so many tentacles to it because it is college athletics. It is rich, entitled people getting their kids into college where they don't belong. It is naked greed on the parts of these rowing coaches and tennis coaches. And it is also, Jay, the incompetence of colleges that supposedly are keeping their eye on who really is on our rowing team and can they actually row. Row, yes. Is there a better story with more tentacles and more legs and more meat, meat on the bone than this one right here? It didn't. Well, it didn't get good until I saw the two names. And Felicity then there's Huffman. and then there's the sex appeal of Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin. Lori Loughlin, by the way, still a smoke show. Still delivering the heat. Yes. Yes. Good yes. old uh. Aunt Becky from yes. Full House. Ooh, Aunt Becky. It, the, the, <laughs> The details on this are stunning. Like the soccer coach at Yale, the women's soccer coach, took a bribe, Jay. Do you know how much of a bribe he took to get one student into Yale? Uh, yes, I read the story. Was he the one point? No, no, one point six. It, well, it the the family paid one point oh. two to the fixers' charity to get her in, and he and the and the and the fixer paid the coach. 400 grand for women's so there's so much we don't know the college going on. the college soccer coach at yale said oh yeah i'll just uh i'll take this four hundred thousand dollar check and i'll deposit it and there's not going to be any financial record keeping or paper trail of this and yeah this won't show up anywhere there won't be any tax inquiries about this no one's going to hear about this holy fucking shit 400 grand there goes that misnomer that everybody in the Ivy League is smart. 
No, they're as crooked and as greedy as everyone else. And other coaches taking bribes all over the place. And you know, they, they targeted these lesser dipshit sports. Apologies to rowers out there and tennis players, but let's be honest. These are, these are little dink-ass sports where you can get away with this stuff. And this guy, the fixer, had quite the operation, Jay. He, he had three prongs of revenue. Prong one, he paid proctors that administered entrance exams to doctor scores. You pay me money, I'll make sure your SAT score gets fluffed up. He had coaches at these universities also in his pocket saying, you know, she doesn't really know anything about soccer, but I could put her in a Photoshop on a so-called club team and make a fake website and we'll use that as cover. Boom, more money. And then the third avenue was him greasing the universities themselves. Wow. How, how much money do you think he made overall in the whole scam? They said $25 million over oh seven years. Well, is it, now, is this federal time he's going to have to get? Well, first of all, this is, let's be fair to the guy, Jay. That's a top-line revenue number after expenses. After paying off some of these coaches, he probably only pocketed four or five million dollars. No, oh, well, that's okay. But I, he is believe- facing. He's cooperating. He's singing like a bird. He's praying. He is going. To, he he has. He faces a potential of sixty-five years in prison. It's more likely though he'll get just fifteen to twenty. It's the federal time, right? Club fed, white collar. Okay. Still jail though. I, I saw he brought down the most winningest sport at USC right now, the uh, the men's water polo team. Yes, that coach is gone. Yes, he, <laughs> but he, he won title after title. Gone. He yes. won title but, after title after selling one yeah, or well, two of his roster spots to dipwad rich kids whose grades sucked, who had to be retrofitted into being an athlete, a water polo player, when they probably couldn't swim. He still won they, championships. They should have just waited till lacrosse became a D1 sport at USC and done it the old-fashioned way with Un- dumb lacrosse players. Unbelievable. And, and, and again, where are the universities? These universities have supposed uh, Division I athletic compliance departments, right, that keep track yeah. of every athlete's grades to make sure they're not falling below a certain level, to give them monitoring, mentoring, and tutors if needed, make sure they don't accept a ride from campus, like Rudy Archer did, Jay. You remember the name, Rudy Archer. Wow, look at you. I'm in the name remembering business, except for when I forget the name, which is quite often. Rudy Archer was a player at Maryland in the wake of the Len Bias scandal. Or mm-hmm. not the scandal, Len Bias death. Yeah, Len, yep. Bias, Len Bias, as you know, Jay, was not recruited scandalously. He was not paid. Nope. He just sadly died of a cocaine overdose. And so after that... It was such a bad look that the NCAA came in and turned over every fucking rock in that program, and they kept a sharp eye on him. And at the time, uh, the coach who followed Lefty Drizel, Bob Wade. Exactly, yep. Black man who was a local legend, right? Coach. Local legend at Dunbar High School. Yep. Bob Wade gave player Rudy Archer a ride home from school, well, I think it was. Bob Wade himself, but an assistant did. Okay, yes. right. A ride. And they came down on Maryland like a ton of bricks. Uh, I believe the athletic director at that time was Andy Geiger. 
Yeah. It was kind of a douchebag because he never bothered to. This whole Bob Way thing one day needs a oral commentary book, because people book club like treatment. You, yeah, because your your friends like Andy Poland like to blame Bob Way. There was so much shit that went on that was not Bob Wade's fault. And I'm not sticking up for Bob Wade because he's black or because he coached at Dunbar because I remember reading a book about all the stuff that went on. Like they never bothered to tell Bob Wade what you could and could not do. That's kind of something you kind of need to do. Yeah, Bob Wade. Bob but, Wade. But everybody did, loves to blame Bob Wade. Bob, the Bob black Wade man. had a pretty good team. I know. He had a pretty good team. He had Bison Daley when he was really good, Brian uh, Williams. Yeah. How, yeah. Did it, how did it end for Brian Williams? He got fired. No. Oh, no. Brian Williams, oh, Bison Daley. Do you remember how it ended? Dead on a boat. His yep. brother shot him. Yeah, dead on a boat in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, I think. His Oof brother ah. shot him over a girl, I believe. Was it something like that? Well, you're not going to shoot your brother over a fantasy league. <laughs> it's not like you thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that came up at Thanksgiving at the Zayden household. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> You, would you, know, you punch your Would you punch your brother over fantasy league? I think you would. Oh, I know you would. No, I haven't played okay. fantasy with my brother for some time. Okay, all right. Uh, so yeah, back to uh, the colleges. So they have these compliance departments that are supposed to be all over this stuff. How on earth are they not checking to make sure that soccer player Susie Smith actually can play soccer? Because they don't give a damn about the non-revenue sports. Or they were in on it. You know, you would it's... like to think that they were in on it. I would like to think that they just don't give a damn about the women's pistol shooting team. Jay, this I'm is... sure some school. They have bowling teams, by the way, at some colleges. Oh, I know. And the video yeah. game teams now that are scholarship yeah. teams. There's, uh, you, you know, the great movie Casino and the Ace yes. Rothstein moment when he calls the county commissioner... Or the county commissioner comes into his office to ask if he can save his nephew's job. I just can't do it. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) that look on De Niro is so good. He's got his fingers together in a tent, and he's got his eyebrow. He's got his forehead furled, and he's just very resolute, but calm and saying, I I, I can't do it. Either he's in on it, or I can't trust him. Either way, he's a risk to the whole operation. I can't have him. So I think of that when I think of these schools, either – they're so incompetent, it's unbelievable. Or more likely, they were in on this, and they were like, okay, Susie Smith doesn't play soccer, but her parents are Lori Laughlin and her husband, you know, the woman from Full House, and they're going to donate five hundred grand to the library, so let's just, let's just let this one go. How many movies have we seen in the 80s where it was a kid trying to get into a college that he should not have, and his rich daddy tried to buy his way into school. It's that was like every comedy in the 80s. Exactly. And parents already do everything they can to get their kids in the most prestigious universities because that's what rich parents do. Yes. Not all and, of them. Yeah. Not all of them, but uh, some of them. And, and A lot of parents spending money, Zabe, on, well, I know on our baseball team, we've got like four kids who go, one goes to a pitching coach and like three others go to a hitting coach. And one goes to a speed coach. Are you oh and by the way, these kids, the only way they will get into a college baseball game is when they pay admission to that college <laughs> baseball game. But, but like, you can't, but, can't tell their parents that. But the high school speed coach is sitting there with a stopwatch once a week for 70 bucks an hour, right? You're close, like, like 50, 50 to 70. You're right, yep. 
and and he's watching the kid run from first to second, and he's telling him, "Kid, you're like Ricky Henderson. You have really gained a lot of speed." <laughs> telling the parents, "Yeah, I tell you what, this kid's a burner. I I'd be shocked if he doesn't get a full ride somewhere." We got one kid who swears he's the next Nolan Ryan, and <laughs> oh, his, can he his, can he throw a hundred? His pitching coach tells him he's doing great. We had him on a gun about two weeks ago. I think he topped out at 78. <laughs> maybe that's his off-speed stuff. Maybe he's saving. <laughs> that, was not, maybe, that was not his off-speed. Maybe he's saving, saving his season. He's saving his good junk for games. All right, Saving it for the season, Dave. <laughs> saving it for the season. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, this uh, Felicity Huffman, Laurie Laughlin thing is unbelievable. And part of me wants to envision the two of them in orange jumpsuits in a prison cell together. <laughs> Like one of those classic titillating prison episodes of Charlie's Angels from back in the day, you know? <laughs> Chained, Felicity, uh, yeah. Felicity Huffman, you know who she's married to, right? Uh, yeah, William H. Macy. Okay, I'm just, just who, checking. Who, just checking. Played, who played the great car salesman, uh, Lundegaard, in Fargo. Also played the great cameraman in uh, Boogie Nights. Also, Little Bill. Also played the Stone Cold Loser Ooh. Ooh. in the Vegas oh. movie, The oh. Cooler. The Cooler. That movie's awesome. And played the dad on Shameless. Well, I think we've exhausted. I think we've we, exhausted we the category here on William, William H. Macy. Right. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. So, so what do you think? All right. So, in terms of crimes, you know, these are pretty serious crimes according to the law, but I think according to you know, general society, there's probably a bit of disgust, but at the same time, they're like, yeah, well, they're rich, so they're going to do whatever they can to get their kid into school. I don't think there's a lot of public outcry over this, just like there wasn't a lot of public outcry over Bob Kraft getting a rub and tug at the Orchids of Asia Day Spa. The fact that you know the full name and it rolled off your tongue, that's great. Bro, I've already got the t-shirt. Do you know... <laughs> Somebody has already printed the shirt with the logo. Of course they have. Oh, we, live in a new, we live in a new time. Because you know what that T-shirt is now? It's sort of like Los Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> Breaking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, remember how quick the NFL used to get ahead on this? Remember when we found out the name Ron Mexico and I tried to order the jersey? And like in it minutes, was banned. the NFL, yeah. it was banned. Like, oh, my goodness. So I'm surprised that the NFL let this happen. We tried to get a Mexico number seven Atlanta Falcon jersey. We were cock-blocked by the software there that put it in. But then, we, quick, but then we quickly found out that one of his other nicknames growing up was Uki. So we were able to order an Uki seven. Do you remember that? I do not remember that. I just remember the Ron Mexico. Yeah. I also remember uh, shameless things. I'm not... I'm kind of embarrassed to admit, but I'm admitting him, so maybe I'm not that embarrassed. Uh, remember after Ravens kicker Billy Cundiff missed about a zero-yard field goal in New England? Yes. That would have beaten the Patriots? Yes. I I ordered a Cundiff, Cundiff. T-shirt. Yes, I a, remember with a, that. With a T. So you get a custom T-shirt jersey that has the number and whatever name you want, and I, I got Cundiff on there. You would have been bought a beer in any bar and bar. Billy kind of probably, if there's a Mount Rushmore of hated Baltimore, he's he's like number two. Uh, he's, he's he's Jefferson on that on that uh, on that Mount Rushmore. Billy Cundiff, Cody Parker, who was or Cody Parkey, excuse me, 
Cody Parkey, who was released by the Bears this winter, right? The guy that missed the field goal against the Eagles this year. Yes. They can't, oh, the Blair, kicker from the Colts. Blair Walsh, who missed the, the kicker for the Vikings, a point blanker, like 21 yards, dead stone-cold pull left that lost the game against the Seahawks in about four-degree temperature outdoors. And then you mentioned Vanderjecht, one yes. of the all-timers. What about Gary Anderson? Does he go on that list? No, he was because he you was know, so... Gary Anderson... He did, miss a, he did miss a field goal to kill a perfect season and go to the Super Bowl. Here's That was a bad one. It was the only kick he missed all year for the Vikes. True. But it, but it, but it was a, they were up seven, and it was a kick to kind of put the game away, and it was not short. But he missed it. Okay. He missed it. Well, they could have still won. They could have still won by you know holding on to the seven point lead, and they could have still won by winning in overtime. They fucked. And we're forgetting the Michael Jordan of of yakking field goal kickers. Oh, Norwood. Yeah. I I have a hard time calling that a gack. That that was a forty forty seven yarder, forty six forty seven yarder with the fucking Super Bowl on the line. We haven't had a, a a kicker miss with the Super Bowl on the line ever since then, or that's the only time. He's the only poor bastard in 53 of these things that had a kick to win it. And you know what? I'm going to have to say you're correct because back then in whatever, 90 whatever, a 47-yarder was, 91. oh, my God, 47 yards. <gasps> that was a kick. Now it's like, eh, it's like an extra point, 47 yards. You're expected here, to make those. Here, hold on a second, Jay. Stand by for just a second. Uh, hold on. Uh, Eric Gitter joins us now uh, on the three-way conference call. Uh, Gitter, you're on with Jay. We're live on the Zabecast. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Jay. Hello. How are you? I am all right. What are the New York Giants doing? That well, is my question. That's what they, I was calling. Hold on. Did they trade Odell Beckham Jr. tonight? Uh, sure did. Oh, sure. oh we're God. breaking news. Breaking news. Hold on. Oh. Jay, Jay and I don't know this. Oh. Where is he going? To the Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Fan. I'm Brown Super Bowl shirts now. Fantastic. Yep. And, what, uh, and what do the Giants get back in return? Uh, they, I believe they got, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't much. It didn't, uh, I just saw it flash across my right. phone. So. Get her, do me a favor. Turn your radio down while you're here live on the Zapecast. So this go. is, Gone. this is juicy right here because Jay, I'm going to have you weigh in now on Antonio <sighs> Brown, because I was saying to guys like Gitter, why the fuck aren't the Packers front of the line to get Antonio Brown and Gitter, your response was? 12 might not like him was my only response. But, I mean, that they obviously wanted to get rid of him in every way, shape, and form possible as soon as they could. Jay, where do you stand on Antonio Brown? Well, he was a dick bag, but, oh, my God, his six seasons were probably the best we've ever seen. But Insane. People, you forget. He's not having Ben Roethlisberger anymore. He's having Derek Carr. If you think he's going to put those numbers up in Oakland, you are 
badly mistaken. He Probably may not, put up not. Half, he might not put up half of those numbers, and he's then going to be pissed off and then cause a distraction out there. So good luck to you, Antonio. <laughs> we hardly knew you. <laughs> All right. Well, Gitter, thanks for the breaking news. Uh, yes. Good to, good to talk to you tonight. Uh, me, you, and Jay need a plan for after hours two weeks from tomorrow in Vegas. And that sounds like a fantastic plan. All right, man. Talk to you later. All, hey, right. Jay. All right. There you get her. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler. Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with mybookie is a take-your-girl-out-to-steak-dinner winner-winner. And right now, when you sign up for an account, mybookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Here, just have 50% more. Why not? Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at mybookie.ag to activate. We're all going to be in office pools, and that's fine. Nobody's going to get the perfect bracket. We know that. But you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing. So let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid only at mybookie.ag. Wow. How about I can't that? Believe, I cannot believe that. I can't. That they would trade. He never did say what they got. He never did. You, I, you talk you, for a second, I'll look it up. But it has to be, if they don't get a first, it's the worst thing ever. You have to get a first. Listen, I I think Odell Beckham Jr. is a fucking overrated, pain-in-the-ass, ball-dropping, crazy person. I think Antonio Brown is, is a challenging personality. <laughs> is that me being <laughs> is that me being hypocritical? Here, That's here's the difference. Hypocritical. Yeah. Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham Jr., cancerous, crazy, narcissistic, ball-dropping douchebag. Antonio Brown's a, a strong character. <laughs> others would say, others would say, no, they're the they, same dude, basically. Say dickweed, but you say strong character. Okay. Uh, Giants get a 2019 first-round pick that's 17 overall, and Cleveland's lower third-round pick, and live-body Jabril Peppers. Ooh, the, from Michigan. The tweener out of the tweener out of Michigan that they weren't sure where he was going to actually play, and I don't know how he's been doing in Cleveland. I that's, don't really know, but see, no, that's a trade. Unlike a third and a fifth for the best receiver in football, they at least the uh, Giants did not get fleeced. They're all in the same family too, so I'm sure the mayors are laughing at the Rooneys right now. Johnny, or excuse me, not Johnny. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., the Cleveland fucking Browns. Yes. <laughs> I, I, they are They are right now on paper, and I know we don't play games on paper. We play them in our television sets. They're the best team in the AFC North now. Wow, the tide has turned. Yes. They're the best team in the North. Are you are you scurred as a Stiller fan, my friend, of the – of the of the hapless Browns, your punching bag for all these years. 
No, you know what? I would rather I would rather the Bengals be the worst because I just don't like them. I don't hate the Browns, but I, I, I hate the Bengals with a passion. So I'm glad when they don't do well. And they're going nowhere fast. So it's where, going to be the, where the, the Ravens. What is the Steelers? What is the Steelers divisional rankings of hate? Number one, Ravens, number two, Bengals, number three, Browns? No, it's funny. If you tell each team something else, they get pissed. But for me, it is the Ravens, then the Bengals, and the Browns. If I was talking to a Ravens fan to piss them off, I always say, you're not even our biggest rival. They just hate that. But they are, though. It's, yeah. it's, they, they are. But Also, the Browns, the Browns signed Sheldon Richardson away from Minnesota. Three-year deal. Thirty-nine so they million. Sure up the, they, they sure up the D line with him, and oh, forgot this. They signed Kareem Hunt to a one-year deal before free agency even began. Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield, and now Odell, Odell Beckham Odell Jr. Beckham. And a new coach. Oh, by the way, it, this is dizzying that they got more than the Steelers got for Antonio Brown. That just that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, there they are. I I, I just I, well, they got if you're, and, Cleveland, and if you're a Cleveland Brown fan, you're happy tonight. And their head coach is Freddie Kitchens. This was not the year to have the Browns on hard knocks. God damn it! Why can't they be this back on again? This was. I mean, who is on hard knocks this year? Have they made that decision? Uh, no, but I can almost guarantee you it'll be the Raiders. I think five teams are eligible for Hard Knocks this year, including my Redskins, which I'd love. Like any, be the wor- any sports radio host that doesn't want Hard Knocks to come to town for your team's August is fucking crazy. It's material. Yeah. It's every day. My show is already taken care of. Let's just go ahead and talk Hard Knocks. Question really quickly. You have a new safety. Yeah. Right? The Redskins do. Yes, Landon, have- Landon Collins. Have you been playing the one of the greatest sound sound bites from National Signing Day ever? No. Really? Of Landon Collins? Oh, I saw a really? viral. And what is it? His. Don't you never never mind. Gonna, I'm googling it right now. Landon Collins I can't National your Signing Day. Producer is not on this one. Oh, Landon okay. Collins' mom on National Signing Day was oh. so pissed off that she, he signed with Alabama That's right. and he wanted her to, she wanted him to go to uh, LSU. And by the way, they have a, he, she, she's like a, a, a football baby maker because she's got another son who went in the first round and on Signing Day, instead of going to LSU, he went to Florida. She's got nice, or, straight, platinum blonde hair and she looks <laughs> like her name is Pam. <laughs> As Goldie and I used to laugh, isn't it funny how none of these kids have the same last name? <laughs> really? <laughs> really, yes. But yes, on, on signing day, his Here we go. mother... Here we go. Yeah. ...Alabama, much to the obvious chagrin of his mother. So the question leading to signing day was whether the safety would change his mind. I was pretty much stuck on Alabama when I made the final decision at the... Um... All right, it's buffering now, but yeah, they, they, uh, they showed his mom looking at him, and she yes. was staring daggers she was genuinely fucking pissed like you cannot be serious like she and she she did this one the last son gerald Uh, willis i think it's gerald willis was was yes was the other uh was the college brother and he picked florida 
Oh my God, Jay, I'm so glad you turned me on to this. I'm now looking at the video of this and she gives him a begrudging hug with a shake of the head and a roll of the eyes, not along the lines of, ha ha, you got me. I didn't think you were going to do that. It was genuinely like, okay, now, now I'm pissed. This is not yes. what we agreed on. Maybe because she had money. Where did she want her to go? Auburn? LSU. Oh. They're, they're from Louisiana. Oh, right. Well, she's probably thinking, eh, I'm not going to drive all the way to Alabama. <laughs> Fuck. That's another, yes, 200, she, that's another 200 miles each way for your games. What the hell's wrong with you? She, she was pissed. Here, let me, let, me, let me bring up the sound bite here. When I first went up there, I fell in love with it from the beginning. Are you sure? He said, yes, he's sure. He, and, you know, I still feel strongly about my work, you know, with decision, my decision, but it's not it's not about me. Landon has to get out there and do it, and I did a good job raising him. Colin's mom was a very public face in the signing day saga, but not much was made about Landon Collins' dad. So how did Pops feel about his son going to Tuscaloosa? My dad loved the decision. My dad was never a person that wanted to be in front of anything. He, he said his dad was cool with it, so... There you go. I got to find a way for you to be able to hear those sound bites. Oh, I can just be quiet. No, but I want you to hear them. Let me try but this. That, yes. Let me try this right here. I'm going to put one ear cup of my headphones up to the mic. Let's see what that does. You ready? Okay. Let me, yes. let, let's just see if you can hear this okay, all right? I'll, uh, okay. I'll go ahead and play it for you. Justin seemed to hold out hope, even on signing day, that her son might still go to LSU. Can you hear that? I can hear it. Isn't that Kevin the guy? Is that, no, not Kevin. Is it oh. Kevin the guy who? So you can hear it. No, but who's doing I'm trying to remember who was doing it. Who, the who gives a shit, Jay? I just want to know, can okay. you hear it? I can hear it, yes. Hear it well? I can hear it faintly. All right, how about now? But in the end, Collins is headed to Tuscaloosa. And all involved are anxious to put a month of celebrity and controversy I think, behind uh, them. I understand what celebrities go. I think uh, I think it's feeding back. I'll have to listen to it uh, when the podcast is over. Okay, so but it's but, but when he puts on the Alabama gloves, and oh yeah, she stares and, daggers through him. That was one of the greatest signing day moments in the history <sighs> of signing day. It is good, and generally, I think signing day is an abomination. It is a glorification of high school kids who've done nothing really in life being applauded and worshipped by their classmates in high school just because they're good at dunking a basketball or throwing a pass or whatever. But this is their one day that they can make a decision and not Uh, have anybody tell them what to do. Yeah, including their mama who raised them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golly. It's uh, this is wow. This Odell Beckham news has blown me it. away. It's manna from heaven for you tomorrow. God, it's great. Uh, tomorrow's show is taken care of, and the show after tomorrow is taken care of. Okay, because we're getting long here on the timer, let's uh, switch gears to the Westbrook versus the fan situation, which has already resulted in the fan being given a ba- a lifetime ban from jazz games. Did num- you, yeah. Did, did you hear him? Did you hear his excuse? He said, he's, he said, he told Westbrook, just go sit down and ice your knees. Westbrook said, why don't you get down on your knees where you usually are? Like you used to do. I don't know. Like you used to? Yeah, I didn't. Okay. Westbrook claimed it was racial. I, 
Do you think it was? Or as some people are saying, no, 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 get your slur your slanders right. That was a homophobic shot. Even as he said that, I'm like, I don't see why you're, I don't, I, this one I don't see. I, I don't see the right really? this one. Yeah. Do you I, know I, I that, don't. do you know that apparently, and I don't know if this is a real account or not, you can never tell, but people were posting screenshots of supposedly his Twitter account in which he said things like, Russell Westbrook needs to go back from where he came from, hashtag MAGA. Oh, okay. Well, he had a camo hat on which is a dead giveaway. <laughs> Redneck. Yes, he had a, camo, a camouflage Utah jet and a Jordan brand sweatshirt. But uh, you know, well, you well, know Republic, Republicans buy sweatshirts? Jordan too. And, and guess <laughs> who else? Guess who else had a camo jazz hat? Carl Malone. Carl <laughs> Malone. Carl Malone was the world's... Black redneck. He, yeah. <laughs> totally black redneck. When I yeah. found... When they did that story on how Carl Malone's hobby was collecting and driving 18-wheel trucks. Did you remember that? Yes, I do. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But he was a Louisiana boy who went to the mountains of Utah, country through and through, and he's like, yeah, man, when I'm done playing basketball, I'd love to just get in a big rig and drive. I don't know how to call this. I Westbrook's a little crazy. But I like him. But the... But I, I love Russ, but and but this guy looked skeptic. I don't. He looks sketchy I can't to me. Call this one. Yeah, he, he looked, looks sketchy. Uh, yeah. He looks sketchy to me. Here's here's where we get into the real blurred lines of everything. Let's say Westbrook had protested the anthem by kneeling, which he hasn't, and no NBA players have because the league put in bylaws, right? But let's just say he had. Okay, if a fan who genuinely disagrees with the protest yells at Westbrook, who did kneel for the anthem, get back on your knees like you used to, Isn't shouldn't that be a protected form of speech? First Amendment. Well, not First Amendment, but would it be wrong to tell a fan you can't say that? It's not racial, it's not homophobic, it's factually correct, and you are expressing your disagreement with the way that he and others are choosing to protest. I've seen. Have you ever seen a shot of LeBron walking into the tunnel and a woman yelled yelled and called him a pussy? Oh and everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> there's a theft. And I don't know if they took her out, but I guess the NBA is different. But white um, woman, say, white woman, black was, woman. White, it was a white woman. I was okay. like Robin Ficker, but Robin Ficker never yelled anything derogatory. He was yeah. just a nuisance. Robin Ficker, for all you people, was a season uh, a season. A bullet season ticket holder. Robin Ficker was a notoriously... A lawyer. Yes. Ran for state office in Maryland. And lost. And lost, lost his every ass. Time. Exactly. Yes. But he would sit behind the bench and annoy the opposing team. The greatest one is when he sat behind the Bulls bench and read the Jordan rules to Jordan <laughs> while he was on the bench. That was one of the greatest ones of all the, time. The book, The Jordan Rules. Right. He was a, yes. he, he was a clean heckler. Yes. Dirty hecklers. And he, he actually he can't be a dirty heckler. He I can't be one. No, I get rid of you. I get rid of you if you were a dirty heckler. So if you said something like the guy told me, I'd have to get rid of you. What Meaning, about the kids, Abe? What about the kids? What about the kids? Well, yeah. And and here, here's the thing: people want to believe that they have the absolute moral red line of what is or is not acceptable. 
And so they'll say, well, you can't do that. But it's it's there is no black and white. There is no clear delineated red line. It's all on a spectrum because you could say, Russell Westbrook, you're the biggest ball hogging, narcissistic piece of shit I've ever seen. You're a fucking cancer on every team you've played for. You'll never win a championship. You suck. That's called supporting the team. That to me is not abusive. Yeah, but you can say it without cursing. Okay, take the curse words out. Well, that's fine. It's just I think the curse words take it up a notch. All right, what if you take the curse words out, but you're inflammatory and borderline racist? Like you've got the IQ of a pick a fruit here. Well, that then that crosses a line. Okay, case in point. Like remember when? Uh, I All right, if I here here wait wait, wait hold Syracuse, on. Yeah, go ahead. No, at Syracuse when when Pat Ewing was there and. They threw a orange at the backboard, and Coach Thompson took the team off because, as come on, that was insinuating that Pat Ewing was some kind of animal. Well, I think he was also a safety thing, an animal. I think it was a safety thing. More than I mean, Syracuse is the orangeman, and oranges could hurt you if thrown from you know the upper decks. So, so I'm reading. I've read too much. No, hold on. Now I'm thinking about it. There, There was something racial about it. Could it have been another fruit? Could it have been a coconut? No, that'd be too hard. That, and that no, would, no, 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 and no. Ex- oh, no. I don't think it was, but this happens. Was it a banana? No, it was not a banana, although I was about to say that happens way too frequently still. That happened in a soccer game. In, Europe, in European yeah. football matches, that still yes. is a bit of a thing, and that that's blatantly racist. But let's say a guy said, hey, Westbrook, you've got the, you've got the brains of a pumpkin. You suck. Okay, there's that's nothing. There's nothing racial about that. You got the brains of a watermelon. You got to oh. be smart with your racism. Ah. That's that's, that's, that's smart see, with that, your racism. That's right on the edge, isn't it? Yeah, but you got to be smart if you're going to be racist. You got to be smart and and how say about, it. So how, about, it, how about it, we just how about we all just not be racist instead of being smart is, with our racism? I would, love, I would love to live in that made up world, uh, but we don't. But well, we can all strive to it. Is the bottom line. So either way, With new gold bond men's five in one oh, face lotion. Shut up. You could do. Five. Sorry, this thing is playing mute sound all the time. I'm just I'm browsing on my laptop here. It's popping. By up. the way, I, I miss what Stephen A. Smith did. I heard you talking okay. about that. Stephen A. Smith was saying how Redskins quarterbacks were sorry this year. I don't even want to do a Stephen A. Smith lest I be accused of being racist. But he's like, yeah, yeah you can't even do. You I can't, can't even do Stephen A. Smith. Anymore. Right. Yeah. He's, he's like. Um, He's, he's talking about how sorry they were, and he's like, here are the quarterbacks they used this year, and he goes through all four of them. And then oh, he hits – Well, no, Alex Smith, Colt yes. McCoy, the yeah. butt fumbler, Mark Sanchez, Josh Johnson, and then yes. they had some guy in there named Tress Way who started a game. That's not Wrong. true. He's yeah, the punter. So who made an excuse for Steve? Let me get the Stephen A excuse for every time he fucks up is he's so stretched out. Yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's the, not an excuse. If you're doing more things, you should know more just by osmosis. Who would you make fun of first, him or Francesca? I make fun of them both. <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the point in which people accuse me of being jealous because of their success and their money no Look, you just want them to do good radio 
I don't care what they do. I just I don't want that shit to get rewarded. That's the only thing. I just wonder if ESPN at some point is going to go. Jesus Christ, we you know, we got to get Stephen A. We got to give him a break. We got to we got to do something here. We can't keep having these gaffes. This hurts our credibility if we're having him opine about all these things, and he's so wrong. I mean, he's I had four. He's had four major things in the last three months from I don't the think Hunter people Henry. Care about that anymore, though. I don't think. What? But if he's giving an opinion, like, for example, he said, where do you think Le'Veon Bell will be a good fit? And he said, Carolina. And Kellerman's quick to go, uh, they sort of have Christian McCaffrey. And then he says, well, I think he's as more of a pass catcher. Yeah, McCaffrey is a great pass catcher. That's like Le'Veon Bell would be the biggest duplication of a back in Carolina. It's a, it's a total non-fit. Then there was the Haskins gaffe. Where just because Haskins is black, Stephen A. said, "I see him as more of a runner." Remember that one? I remember. I, but I don't think people care about. Well, like obviously they don't. Obviously no, they don't. But it's I don't think just they care. weird. Who is the guy that writes for the big? Lead? Jason McIntyre is it? He's on Fox also. Yeah. He started he the big had, lead. Yeah. He had one of the biggest f ups of all time last year during the uh, Steeler. Um, Jacksonville Jaguar game. Remember Roethlisberger had that weird play where he like ran forward and then threw it back. Well, on Twitter, because I was I can't for some reason I was watching it unfold. Jason McIntyre goes, uh, "Are we not going to talk about that being illegal?" And and oh, with like right. a minute and a half, Twitter exploded, going, "How do you have a job? You're an idiot." But Jason McIntyre still in the air. Well, he uh, he thought that lateral was illegal. Why? Because it was an overhand backwards lateral beyond the line of scrimmage. I don't know why, but but everybody's like, yeah, it's called a backwards pass, you dumb fool. I can't. But yeah, because it, it was it, illegal. It was weird because it was an overhand backwards pass, which rarely happens. That's true. But and it, and it was behind the line. It was beyond. Excuse me, the line of scrimmage. But backwards, any right? Any average you could throw, football fan knows that. You know, Stephen A. once many years ago, in his first iteration of ESPN, was on oh, the sports. Oh, I remember this one. He was on the we, sports we, reporters. Yes. That where, I know where which, you're going with this one. I know. It's, that show on Sunday morning for half an hour, Jay, was the only opinion that the four-letter pushed out the door every week. Do you realize that? It's all opinion now. It's all takes up until that point, the only time you would hear people opine about what they really think about what's going on was for 30 minutes, thanks to good old Valerio Productions and the sports reporters, right? And Stephen A. on that panel, after the Chargers blew a field goal attempt, they bobbled the snap to lose a game, said, well, they should have tried it on third down because if they missed, they could do it again. Actually, they didn't bobble snap. They kicked a field goal, and it went wide left, missed. They lost the game. Stephen A's take was, well, they should have done it on third down because then they could have tried it again. And not- Right then, he should have been stripped of all his sports writing. <laughs> right Instead, then. it's been a linear path upward to fame, fortune, and success. And for that, we say, <laughs> mazel, mazel. Good things, Stephen A. Good things. Okay. Even did political talk for a little bit. Okay. Briefly, that was at his low yes. point. Okay. Yes. So, what are we doing in Vegas? And then we'll get to fuck that guy and we'll wrap it up today. I don't have a fuck that guy. But my question is, yes, what are we going to do? Now, you know I'm not a big gambler. You're going to be. I do enjoy, You're going to be. I, but, I, you know, but I do enjoy the, 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 
vibe of the sports book. That's one of the greatest places in the entire universe. We will be the there at the MGM Sportsbook uh, in Vegas, Save Vegas, 2019. Will you also? So, hey, will you also play craps with me? And all you have to do is play the pass yeah. line, so you don't have to put a I lot of money out there. And, I heard you and Mister X talking about craps. The, the craps that you know and the craps that I know, two different versions. Oh, you so play street I, craps? I, yes, I play. Yes, <laughs> back alley when dice. Your, when you're on your knees and you, you go, <laughs> "Who's fade me? Who's fade me?" You know, seven bring eleven. Yes, that's what I play. Okay. So I, you, you and Mr. X have to teach me how to play craps, craps. And then I want to drink with charge. Oh, yeah, what, that'll you, happen. Bourbon, that's his big deal? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not a dark liquor guy because everybody I know who drinks dark, dark liquor likes to fight in any, <laughs> any place they go. Okay. Think about it. Hey. Think about it. Hey, th- <laughs> hey think about it. Uh, Conor McGregor, his own you know, proper 12 bourbon. Or whiskey, yeah, proper twelve whiskey, yeah. baby. And All right. he just got arrested, he, which he seems yes. to have a knack for. Yes, he does. I think he does. Yeah, no, it's gonna be good. Just remember, now you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna be one of the featured celebs there. So you got to be good with the listeners, and give them your time and attention, and not be like, okay, I'm tired of talking to these people. Let's move on. I'm not gonna do that. Come on. Okay, good. Just checking on that. All right, yeah. time. For FTG, I'll go first, which means you've got a little time, Jay, to whip one up here. Surely somebody in the world has gotten on your wrong side for FTG. So, with that said, let's just get into it here. Stand by. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, my FTG this week goes to a coach by the name of King Rice. Ever heard of him? Hey, King Rice was one of the uh, number one recruits from Carolina. He was from the, he went to Christ the King, I believe. And he was a terrible college player. Couldn't shoot to save his life. Well, he's now now the coach at Monmouth. And he called out the MAC conference for not allowing him to bring his seven-year-old son into the press room because they've decided this shit has gotten out of hand. Here is King Rice. I'll let you take a listen. Oh, hold on. We need to calm down, everybody. And let a kid be with his father. Let a father be with his son. You know how many nights he cries when we lost this year? You know how many times I had to put him to bed crying? What's wrong with the Mac sometimes? So there you go, Jay. All I got to say is kudos. the biggest win of the year, right? That's what this is about. Kudos to the MAC conference. And to King Rice, fuck that guy. Nobody wants to see kids doing this shit. (laughs) Nobody! You're not a better dad for having your kid in the work area. Do you think if reporters brought their kids to ask you questions, you wouldn't put up with it for two seconds before complaining? No! King Rice, boo. Fuck that guy. There you go, Jay. What do you got? <laughs> I got a quick one. People, uh, I saw this. People on Twitter who think, that, like, if they reach 1,000 or 2,000, who then thank their followers. Really? That's a dick move. Really? <laughs> 
thanking, I, I know you. thanking them for a mere thousand. I just made a thousand followers. Thank you so much like for believing in my message and encouraging me. I promise yeah. I won't let you down. Fuck off. You got a thousand I, followers. Half of them are Russian bots. I, I thank you. I know you didn't do that when you hit no. 50,000. I don't know how many followers you have. I had 53,000. The big Twitter purge came, knocked me back to 49,000. I felt like my whole life's work has been ruined, basically, because I'm back oh, under 50 grand. I've crept up to 51.6, and I've barely moved since then. It's all a scam. I'm not growing. I'm fading as think, an act, Jay. And I'm you fading. thank no one. And you thank no one. I did, right, exactly. Certainly not Jack fucking Dorsey. Fuck that guy, too. All right, Jay. I will talk to you next week. Great run. And Odell Beckham Jr. in Cleveland. Holy shit. I'm going to go look at them. I'm going to go look at the ESPN now. All right. Talk to you next week, Jake. Bye-bye. That'll do it for this week. Thank you for listening. Great drop-in live breaking news as well here on the Zabecast. Absolutely amazing stuff. Don't forget, subscribe. Download, tell a couple friends, you know the drill, and we will see you. And email me with you know feedback and topics, good and bad. Zabityahoo.com is how you do it. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler. Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with mybookie is a take your girl out to steak dinner winner winner. And right now when you sign up for an account, mybookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Here, just have 50% more. Why not? Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at mybookie.ag to activate. We're all going to be in office pools, and that's fine. Nobody's going to get the perfect bracket. We know that. But you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing. So let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag.